Welcome to A Healthier You, Little by Little. This podcast gives you insights and features various aspects of health, from sleep and stress to immunity, exercise, home workouts, energy, and performance. Here is your host of A Healthier You, Little by Little, Cindy Little. Well, welcome back, everybody. It's the 36th episode of A Healthier You, Little by Little, and I am excited today to bring you the topic of sugar. And the reason why sugar topic is so important right now is because all of us really need to be concerned about our immune systems more than ever in this lifetime. And sugar does suppress your immune system. It also increases anxiety and it could also lead to early death. So I know that most of you already are aware of diabetes and heart disease and a lot of the other conditions that sugar has has a huge impact on. Well, research does show that consuming 75 to 100 grams of sugar can hinder the body's immune functions. And so let's say 75 grams uh, sounds like a lot for some people, and it's hard to think that you may be consuming 75 grams of sugar, but really it's the equivalent of two cans of soda. So during this episode, oh yeah, I just want to run this by you. How many of you like Starbucks? Well, Starbucks, a grand chai latte, has 42 grams of sugar in it. Like, holy cow, so so that goes, uh, it gets more than halfway to lowering your immune system with that. And so he added that uh, there's a suppression of immune system starts as soon as 30 minutes after the consumption of sugar and can last up to five hours. So let's dive into this. Today's topic is about sugar lowering your immune system. So let me repeat that, sugar lowering your immune system. And we're going to talk about some sugar features. I'm going to talk about, you know, just a lot of different things reference sugar. And some of these things you may know, but some may be just, hey, thanks, Cindy, for sharing. I didn't know that fact. So let's dive into this. Sugar is about everywhere. Sugars are the building blocks of carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are the building blocks of cells. As such, you should argue that humans and animals need sugar to survive. Sugar's everywhere. It's present in the fibers of all plants, created as a byproduct of photosynthesis. You can find it naturally in vegetables and grains, not to mention fruits and dairy products. Now these would be the good sugars, and we all know what the bad sugars are. I don't need to tell you really, but I'm going to share a few things that might be a little bit shocking. It's very popular. The most popular type of sugar is crystallized sucrose. This is what people call table sugar. Sucrose consists of fructose and glucose molecules. Sugar categories. There are three categories of sugar, namely monosaccharides, disaccharides, and polyols. Now, I might have said that wrong. It is spelled P-O-L-Y-O-L-S. People that make sugar-free sweeteners use polyols. This is not true sugar. Fruits, table sugar, milk, and numerous other sweetened products use disaccharides which are sugars that constitute two linked monosaccharides. Monosaccharides are single molecule sugars. Fructose is sweeter than you might think. The sugar found in fruits and honey is called fructose. It is twice as sweet as table sugar, but only if you eat the crystalline version. It should be noted that fruits also have sucrose and glucose. The richest types of sugar, the most abundant type of sugar in nature is glucose, but you will rarely see people eating it in its purified form. The highest concentration, people get most of their sugar from sugar cane and sugar beets because they have the highest concentration of the substance. And there are actually 37 species of sugar cane. It is the largest crop in the world. 
Holy crow. Sugar can cause disease. We all know that. Uh, like diabetes, heart disease, and liver disease. If you have an apple body shape, your waist measurement is larger than the measurements of your hips, you have a higher chance of developing liver and heart-related conditions stemming from the consumption of sugar. Too much sugar is bad for you. Of course, we all know that. Excess sugar consumption can debilitate the healing process in breast cancer and colon cancer patients. Excess sugar consumption is bad for your skin. It causes the sugar in your blood to bind to proteins. This in turn creates molecules that have been known to make collagen brittle producing wrinkles. So seriously, go easy on the sugar guys. On a flip side, doctors encourage patients to reduce their sugar intake as a means of allowing their skin to maintain its flexibility. Studies done on rats suggest that excessive sugar consumption can make you less intelligent. Scientists believe this is to be true for humans because the brain structure of a rat resembles that of humans. All right, that's, if that is not another reason to slow down on the sugar consumption, um, I don't know what is. And it is highly addictive. Sugar addiction is a real thing. People that try to abandon sugar suddenly tend to develop symptoms that are normally associated with flu, such as nausea and headaches. So withdrawal symptoms. Some studies have suggested that sugar addiction might be genetic. And weaning yourself off of sugar, it's easier said than done, right? Many people claim that they want to get off sugar, but this is easier said than done. This is because 74% of all packaged food items you see in the supermarket have sugar. That includes even things like pasta sauce that are not necessarily sweet. Sugar is packed with calories. Sugar can make you fat, but not because of any special attributes it might have. People get fat whenever they consume too many calories. Sugar is a source of those calories. Artificial sweeteners hold even more calories. While ordinary sugar is likely to make you fat, it is taken in massive quantities. Soft drinks such as Coca-Cola are worse. This is because they feature artificial sweeteners, which introduce more calories to your body than ordinary sugar added to a beverage such as tea. Sugar can help fight infection. You can use sugar alcohol, like xylitol, to prevent ear infections in children. As a matter of fact, many hundreds of centuries ago, they used to actually put sugar on wounds to help heal it. Processed fructose is bad for your liver. According to a study in Journal of Hepatology and Nature, fructose is no better than alcohol as far as its impact on the liver is concerned. This specifically refers to fructose that has been manipulated, not the kind you find in fruits. Artificial processes remove the nutrients that normally make fructose much easier to process for your body. As a result, it taxes the liver. Fruit juices are very high in sugar. People normally attack Coke for being too sugary, but it should be noted that there are 8 grams of sugar per 100 milliliters of Coke. Pure fruit juice, on the other hand, has 12 grams of sugar per 100 milliliters. Now, I know that a lot of people have that, well, fruit juice is different because it's got vitamins and minerals and, and it's got fiber in it. Well, if you buy orange juice with pulp in it, yeah, it might have more fiber in it, but it doesn't matter. Your system treats it just the same as if it treats it like a Coke. Your insulin levels go up to try to combat the sugar. So I try not to drink any juices anymore. I know that, you know, as my knowledge increases and as most people's knowledge increases with what sugars are good and bad, Even fruit juices uh, should be minimized. 
Women love sugar, apparently. Women are more likely to consume thrice the recommended quantity of sugar on a daily basis, which is six teaspoons. Brown sugar is healthier. There are more vitamins and minerals in brown sugar than in white table sugars. However, you still need to limit the quantity of brown sugar as well. Because again, your body doesn't know whether it's good or bad sugar. It just treats it it the same. Surprisingly, sugars use uses. So sugar is a useful preservative. Did you know that? When people think about food preservation, their minds immediately jump to salt, spice, and vinegar. But sugar is also an effective preservative, especially in high quantities. It causes bacteria to lose water via osmosis. Bacteria needs water to grow. Jams and jellies use sugar as a preservative for this reason. Did you know that when you cut freshly cut flowers by adding some sugar to the vase, it helps prolong the life of freshly cut flowers? Uh, that's I, I thought that was an old uh, wives' tale, but apparently it's uh, it's it's true. Scientists are working to create car fuel from sugar. People already use the substance to make model rocket fuel. Scientists are looking to take things a step further. So here's some bonus sugar facts. Thank Columbus for bringing sugar to the West. Christopher Columbus brought sugar cane to the New World. The word sugar has interesting origins. The word sugar comes from sharkara, a Sanskrit word. The Arabs called sugar sakar, while the Turks called it sheker. And did you know that dogs like sweet things? But the same cannot be said for felines, like cats that lack sweetness receptors. Americans really love sugar. Each American consumes 22 teaspoons of sugar each day. That amounts to a staggering 76 pounds of sugar annually. And sugary drinks such as Coca-Cola has 16 cubes of sugar in it. Remember those old sugar cubes? You might have seen them like in the old days. I don't know if they still sell them. Maybe they do. I don't I don't buy I hardly buy sugar. So I I don't even know if they have sugar cubes anymore, but the, uh, can you imagine that drinking uh, like get a glass of water, put 16 cubes of sugar in it and drink it. That's what you're drinking when you drink a can of Coke, a 600 milliliter can of Coke. An accidental discovery. No one intended to discover artificial sweeteners, saccharin and aspartame. Scientists doing research that was completely unrelated to sweetening tried some compounds in a lab and they liked the taste. The discovery of sucralose was even more accidental. The lab in question was working on an insecticide. A scientist was asked to test a compound, but he heard taste a compound. <laughs> so isn't that interesting? Sucralose is used as an insecticide. Uh, that might tell you a little bit about sugar, like, hello, don't eat that much of it. Making sure everyone gets their share. Sugar was so scarce during World War II that it was a rationed. You couldn't buy more than 120 grams of sugar per week. And you know what? Probably a good thing. So... From 2000 to 2010, the prevalence of diabetes in Canada doubled from 1.3 million to 2.5 million people. Today, more than 1 in 4 Canadians or even 10 million people's lives with diabetes or prediabetes. If nothing is done, by 2020, it will be almost 1 in 3. Now, I tried to Google the, the stats for what the diabetic level is right now in 2021, and I couldn't find it. So, I mean, you could just Google that and find out. But, man, 1 in 4, 1 in 3, I mean, we, we know that the cancer rate is 1 in 2 right now. And uh, cancer, like, uh, it grows in an acidic state. An acidic state is typically when you have a lot of sugars in your diets and processed foods. So we all have to start smartening up because our immune systems are key to keeping longevity and keeping us healthy for life. The Canadian economy and all Canadians are paying the cost of treating diabetes-related complications. 
Diabetes will cost an estimated $14 billion in 2015. Well, can't even imagine what it is today. So we really need every Canadian and every person in the world to step up to the plate with your diet and your sugar consumption. So speaking of sugar consumption, let's talk about some of the things that have a ton of sugar in it. So one can of Monster Drink, and, and Monster Drinks are almost everybody's drinking them these days. There's 54 grams of sugar in a Monster Drink. Even one cup of 2% milk has 12 grams of sugar in it. One Pop-Tart has 16 grams. One slice of cheesecake, 36 grams. Tablespoons of Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce has 16 grams of of sugar in it. One tablespoon of ketchup, four grams. A Snickers bar, 27 grams. So if you're if you're trying to, to think about how much sugar should I be consuming in a day, it shouldn't go beyond 25 grams of sugar ideally. So that's about six teaspoons. And just to let you know, a 600 milliliter bottle of sports drink can contain up to 50 grams of sugar. That's 8.3 grams per 100 milliliters. That's 11 and a half teaspoons of sugar in one Gatorade bottle, for example. And who doesn't like baked beans on toast for breakfast? But make sure you choose them wisely. In one can of supermarket bought baked beans, there's 10 grams of sugar per 100 grams. So sugar can be found in almost everything. Do you love going to Starbucks? Well, an ordinary ice frappe or a caramel brulee frappuccino blended beverage with whipped cream and more sauce contains 65 grams of sugar. Holy crap! 13 grams per 100 milliliters. Like, unbelievable. And the addictioncenter.com links the addictive properties of sugar to those of cocaine, although the effects are far diminished. It can create a spark of energy and short term high in the body warns the article citing a dopamine release as the root cause of that short-term high. However, long-term health effects like obesity and diabetes are a risk of sugar overindulgence. The point of this podcast is to give you little tips, a little bit at a time. If you could take anything away from this today's current podcast of sugar, it is to limit it as best as you can to help improve your immune system. And please share this information with people that you care about. If you see kids drinking pop or even adults drinking pop, that is probably one of the worst things for you. It's such a big amount of sugar in a small intake and you don't even notice it because you're drinking it. And in my previous episode with alcohol, consuming alcohol with pop, it's just probably one of the worst uh, combinations and the fastest way to, to, to be obese and to fight sugar addiction and also to as you decrease the amount of sugars in your diet, your immune system should improve. So if those aren't reasons to lower your sugar addiction or lower your sugar amounts on a daily basis, then um, I don't know what is. Now, one of the easiest ways to track your sugar is through MyFitnessPal. That's a free app you can download to your phone. And I, I challenge you to go in and log your food for a day. It even has the types, the brands of food. And now let's say you're not a techie person, you don't want to do that. Well, just take a look at the labels of every food item that you consume during the day. If it, if, if it comes from a can or a box, it will tell you the sugar content. It has to by Canadian standards. And and just read how, much, how many grams of sugar it is per serving and you'll get an idea of how much sugar you're actually consuming in a day but I can guarantee you if you cut sugar out of your diet you're probably going to lose 10 pounds so think about that and um, good luck with your sugar intake 
Thanks for listening to A Healthier You, Little by Little. Do you have a question about something you heard today? An idea for a topic, perhaps? Or would you like to reach out to Cindy? Send her an email, coachcindylittle at gmail.com. Or visit her website at healthtowealth.ca. That's health2wealth.ca. Or you can find Cindy on LinkedIn or Facebook as Cindy Little. Once again, thanks for listening.